Hey there, boils and ghouls. Welcome to this week's episode of Hollow Weekly. How low can we go with 44% on Metacritic? <laughs> I was like, what? I was thinking about maybe putting a sound effect there. I definitely hit a roadblock. If that doesn't give away what movie this is, uh, 1988's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I can't believe you just decided to wing that. You were like on a tightrope up there, fitting for the circus. I was, which is also scary. Don't say tightrope, because then I think of heights. I think of heights. I think of free solo. My hands start to sweat. Oh, yeah, no way. And not. I got to hold my phone for these notes. <laughs> um, but before we hop into that, mm-hmm. uh, if you're listening to this on Facebook, and I know most of you are, uh, consider supporting the page. Facebook actually just gave us like a Patreon-style supporter uh, type thing. And right now, if you sign up for, I think it's the next 10 days, for every sign up we get, Facebook's going to give us an extra $10. It's like a weird bonus program. So for $2.99 a month, come hang out with us. Uh, there's a lot of perks in there where you get to help guide the show. Uh, the more our listeners guide the show, the better it is. In fact, this movie <laughs> we did right now is because <laughs> of right. what y'all voted for. Right. I secretly wanted it to win because I, I, yeah. I, I, like, we're both fresh to this movie. Yeah, so, yeah they're, it's astounding how little I knew about this movie going into it. It is amazing. So uh, go over there on Facebook, Hollow Weekly. Uh, there's a very awesome video at the top of our page with a very handsome, distinguished <laughs> young man. Yeah, slightly uh, threatening. Slightly. Uh, he's very good at beating death in chess. <laughs> That's true. Congratulations. Uh, I'm very good. I mean, I'm sorry. You're very good at that. Uh, go check it out. It's really fun. There's a lot of cool perks in there. We'd love to have you, and uh, we'd love to have some of Facebook's money through this bonus program. So. <laughs> very true. Come into the big tent. All right. So for those of you... Uh, who haven't been living under a rock, who have seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, 1988, directed by Steven uh, Chiodo. Chiodo? Mm-hmm. I had it right when I was writing it in my head, and then when I have to say it for the show, my brain was like... We actually watched this uh, as of recording on uh, Earth Day. Today's Earth Day. Did you, right. did you know that? I did. Uh, it's uh, streaming on HBO Max, mm-hmm. and the quality is very, very good. It looks amazing. On there. Uh, quick synopsis. Uh, I, oh, I, can't, I, I can't no, wait. I started, Where'd you go for this? No, no, no. I started getting it from like the internet, like because <laughs> when I try to like wing it, I I usually miss some very okay. key details. This will be, so this this will be interesting. Then it, yeah. it, probably not. Uh, when teenagers Mike and Debbie see a comet crash outside their <laughs> their sleepy small town, mm-hmm. they investigate and discover a pack of murderous aliens who look very much like circus clowns. They try to warn the local authorities, but everyone assumes their story is a prank. <laughs> Meanwhile, the clowns set about harvesting and eating as many people as they can. It's not... It's not Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> that comes like 10 minutes into the movie. Uh, it's not until they kidnap Debbie that Mike decides uh, it's up to him to stop the clowns' bloody rampage. Mm-hmm. It's not really that bloody of a rampage, though. But it's glorious looking. The visuals are great this movie okay so wait i forgot there's something this is 0.5 in order i'm just gonna say it now so you don't forget because it wasn't in your order and we have to talk about the 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 police guy we gotta talk about this guy oh. all right but we'll do that later but do the order but i just don't want to forget gotta put a pin. he'll come in yeah okay the, proceed because it would be yeah it would be criminal to not no um, he you know he went through he mooney went through, mooney is glorious okay he went through korea you know <laughs> <laughs> he ain't dealing with this shit. Yeah. 
he that that is just the most amazing thing in all of cinema. Okay. I, he was the just how much of an asshole he was. Like that dude, that dude came out the gate like flooring it. Just <laughs> are we doing this now? No, no. I just it's hard to pull away from him because we have such a high appreciation for this asshole. Because they like mixed Quint. A quarter quint with like all of the asshole from First Blood, like the cop that causes all the trouble and beats <laughs> yeah. up Rambo, right? Like it's, they just like put it all together and thought it was some fun package and they were gonna unleash on us and it's just unreal what goes on there. All right, but order, let's do the order. Order the court, order the court. Yes. All right, first one. Mm-hmm. How we got here? Yes. Because you're asking yourselves. Yeah, this is a horror podcast. Yes. What do you mean this is the first time you've right. seen Killer Clowns right. from Outer Space? Unless you're like 14 years old. How have you not seen this? Anymore? Yeah, right. I just I never got around to it. I, I was always familiar with it. Like mm-hmm. I just it's one of those movies where you just can't forget the visuals. And mm-hmm. I you know, we we always talk about like the, the memory test of like if you can remember where you were and you know, mm-hmm. something like you know, what it's you know, the area, you know, the weather, shit like that. I right. remember like, so for example, the movie Deliver Us from Evil with Eric Bana, what did the demon look like? You don't know. No one knows. You also. Well, a lot of you saw it, but no one I knows. I forgot what Eric Bana looked like. <laughs> exactly my point. Okay. But these clowns, once you see them, go. Yeah. I, I remember like going to my grandma's house and the sci fi channel being on, mm-hmm. and we saw these clowns. We all just like, kind of freaked out. But we were like also enamored with it, too, because like there's like a silliness to it. Mm-hmm. Like they're like the design of the clowns are so out of this world the design of the clowns are out of this world but i would argue that the clowns are the second most serious thing in the movie behind like the main police protagonist because everyone else is like the ice cream guys the frenzy brothers (laughs) are you kidding like the clowns are going about like a plot trying to get it done it looks crazy it sounds crazy they do unnecessary flair while they murder you but they're trying to get it done. I don't know what the humans in this movie are doing at all. They're just watching the the clowns run amok in their in their drugstores. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like watching shadow puppetry like, on like the that, walls. Like anyway. that one guy. So how did we get here? You yes. you you never saw the movie yourself. So you you were familiar of it, but you had like you remember the visuals, but you didn't know much else about this one. I hate clowns. <laughs> right. I hate horror clowns. So Alien horror clowns don't bother me, which is weird. That means I should have just watched this movie. But, like, mm-hmm. I usually, if I'm splitting the difference, I err on the side of not watching clowns, right? Right. So I made it through Terrifier because I really liked the visual of that design. So I was like, I'm going to give this uh-huh. a, I'm going to give this a chance. Um, but, you know, I don't. I don't do the clowns. And, I, and I'm not a horror comedy person. And I assumed this was going to be, like, really goofy. But this, this movie is so much better and does all kinds of stuff that we're going to talk about later in a minute that is like transcends goofiness. So I, I just missed it because I don't like clowns and I assumed it was just going to be very, very goofy and not what it actually is. All right. So that's how we got here mm-hmm. after watching it. Yes. One of the very first things I think we both thought, actually one of the things I thought once the movie after started, watching it, like 90 seconds. Into yeah. It. And like what's the, like once we loaded it up and the eight, I, 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 the one thing I was sort of worried about was, um, Whenever it's like an '80s film on a streaming service, or just like an '80s film in general, I always kind of wonder like what the quality is on streaming because sometimes it really varies. Mm-hmm. The one on HBO Max, it looks really, really great. It does and with that, the second order of discussion, mm-hmm. this movie still holds up. Crazy, crazy good. It's because it was so sure of what it was and what it wanted to be, and when you're when you're 
the engine when your desire is that close to your purpose, like your goal, like when you match up that close, it like Tom Brady's like life looks like what he wants it to look like. Right. <laughs> right. This movie looks exactly acts the way exactly like projects to the audience exactly what it wanted to do at the entire time. It's it's impeccable control. It, I know it looks goofy at parts and like whatever, but it, it knew that <laughs> you could tell. Right. Yeah. The, the, there, there's no like second guessing. Nope. With the, it with was a thousand percent committed at every point to what it was doing. You know, I was thinking when I was like setting up the mics to record this of uh, like one of my favorite taglines is the most fun you'll have being scared for, mm-hmm. for creep show. Mm-hmm. And even though this movie isn't there is there's a few scenes that are pretty intense. The puppeteering of Mooney <laughs> is that was creepy and awesome. <laughs> that was that was great. But it's also like a ton of fun. Oh, yeah. Insane insanely good um and like there's there's just not a lot of movies nowadays that have as much fun as this granted this is kind of ridiculous the killer clowns and stuff like that but like the fact that like you know this movie from 1988 that like we sort of knew about but haven't really watched and usually like it took me a long time before i actually finally watched frankenstein and dracula because Mm -hmm. i always like just like the idea of them better like you know like totally and um after watching this, like it's funny, both of those movies proved me wrong. They're both still amazing movies. <laughs> I was saying, right? I got to see them in like you know a packed theater, which yeah. was, which was optimal. Um, but Killer Clowns, same thing. Like <laughs> it, I thought maybe that would be the one movie where um, I know the designs of it. Like I know they even had a maze of it at Universal Horror a yeah. couple years ago, and I thought maybe that would be the one movie that uh, horror fans just love because of how ridiculous it is. Sure. You know, like the design of them, like they're just going to give them a pass because, right. you know, you don't see that anymore. But like the movie itself is still holds up. It's- like it, like there, there's um, we, we were talking earlier is anytime we watch like an 80s horror movie, you always assume there's going to be some kind of like Porky's or Revenge <laughs> of the Nerds weird kind of yeah, they're gonna thing. Drop the ball. There's going to be something really cringy. Yeah, so right? that doesn't it- age really well. Yep. Uh, this movie just skirts all of that. Well, not only does it skirt all that. All the decisions it's it's making are sneaky good. I, I remember thinking halfway through this movie that like the lazier Thor movies should just be ashamed. I, just the amount of thought that's put into things that are happening in this movie, like the creepy popcorn, the way it's introduced, then how it's slowly revealed what it actually does. Then how good this like split cream screen screen like De Palma esque reveal of when the popcorn starts with the ma'am, why they even use popcorn in the first place, right? <laughs> right. Like all those little details, the the crazy straw they use to cannibalize their cotton candy victims. Those details are better than they are in like Thor Dark World for the right. same level of this movie f- for some reason decided to just do. A lot of stuff it didn't have to do well, really well. Right? Yeah, the movie definitely just keeps lean. Every opportunity it gets to lean into how crazy mm-hmm. the movie is, it takes the opportunity. Some movies, totally. some movies, you know, they lean into it a little bit, but then they're like they try to you know pump the brakes a little bit and go back to more you know regular kind of kind of storytelling. Yeah, but every single twist and turn, like. Even with the, um, the uh, every time the what were the ice cream brothers, Terenzi brothers, the or whatever. Brothers, yeah. Every time they came up on screen, I didn't know what they were gonna do. I, I and the characters didn't know. I it felt like the movie didn't know what they were gonna do. It felt dangerous. They rolled up in Lovers Lane in a full Blair 
ice cream truck. I thought it was going to be like a saw at Precinct 13. I thought people <laughs> were going to come out with guns because no one would just go up there looking like that, acting that way. <laughs> like that, what, what they were actually doing was more normal and crazier <laughs> than what I had in my head was going to happen, right? Because the movie decided to like surprise. I it was in and then they were affiliated with the guy there, which we sort of got like the main character, yeah. like the, right? So he was the second main character. Went to school with them, I think. Right. Um, I would want the <laughs> Terenzi brothers to like randomly show up at the end of like nineteen seventeen, like <laughs> you know what I mean, just like that big, that big, you know, the whistles are blowing, they're charging out of the trench, bombs totally. are blowing up, and then you just see totally. them driving their ice cream truck. Like, right. does anyone want to <laughs> walk a truck? And they'd be fine. Yeah. They'd be burnt and injured, like, but they'd be fine. They'd live. Like, so, like somehow. Amazing. Uh, somehow they would do it. Um, in, in 1970. All right. They handled other things, though, well. So I, is that what we're talking about? Because. Handles the troop. The trope. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Every, so. Some of the things that horror movies do. Yeah. If they decide to do them. If they decide to do them. Mm -hmm. There's usually some kind of uh, cop or authority figure who immediately dismisses all of the main character's bullshit. Yes. Think think the sheriff in Friday 6. Yes. Right. And in this film, they're like, hey, there's something bad happening. And the one cop is like. All right, let's let me come in. Let's, let's, let's ask yeah. some questions. <laughs> and you're like, huh? We, yeah, I was like, huh? well, you, we got to rewind it. Is he just like, I sort of believe you about clowns from outer Tell space? Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one would do that. But they decided a good cop, bad cop themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never seen that before. They were good cop, bad copping against each other the whole time. Crazy. Yeah, that was well, that was one of the uh, interesting things where <laughs> as soon as like they go into the police station, you have um, the main cop who's sort of like... Mooney, the, the mean Mo one. Or no, the, the protagonist, right? Yeah. And then you have Mooney. Yep. And they immediately, almost without any warning, just start <laughs> going down each other's throats. <laughs> like, they were just like, yeah, you don't like the way I was trained. Well, that's too bad, brother. <laughs> and the other guy's like, I'm going to shoot everyone in this town in the head. And you're like, whoa, okay, Mooney. Calm down. I think... <laughs> that, that, that was crazy. And the, But, you know, you're right, though. They did... He did listen to them, and she was really good at explaining their situation. So the thing is that he sort of like honored their story. And the weird thing was, it's like the movie knew that it wasn't supposed to do that and felt guilty and then punished itself. Because like Mooney was sitting on the shoulder of the movie like the devil in those cartoons. Mm -hmm. And he's like, go ahead and believe him, you idiot. I'm going to ruin your career. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make your family regret you were ever born. He's like, I'm write up that report and give it to the commissioner, <laughs> you freaking right. stupid idiot. And then Mooney is apparently playing Tom Hardy's character in The Revenant because <laughs> he is like this remorseless monster that I just did not expect. He he had these weird, quirky ways. There, the, at some point in the movie, the station is getting bombarded by desperate calls from the townspeople asking for help because they're being like killed and tortured and mind gamed with beforehand by clowns. And Mooney's like, they flash to the sheriff's office and he is in the most, the weirdest pose I've ever seen a human <laughs> being in while waiting for a phone to ring. It's, it's like he's like, it's like, he's just it, like Sylvester in a cartoon waiting for a mouse to come in. And then the phone rings and he picks it up. He's like, 
Sheriff's Department. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like clowns. And he's like, I know what you're doing. They got you all. So you're all in on this prank. <laughs> right. Then his hypothesis, his working hypothesis is the entire town coordinated a prank against him <laughs> randomly, which tells you his own assessment of his personality that he believed, right. that he believed they might do they might do that right, and then he goes full uh, heart of darkness apocalypse now. I'm gonna burn the whole thing down. I'm gonna ignore every call for help. Insanity th- that character, and then you know what the clowns were doing, which is you should talk about whatever what some of your favorite kills because they seem to like not just match the character of the clown design to who it was killing, but they were also were doing the amazing flare like some over off the wounds, and they would instead of just chasing, they'd make a balloon animal dog. And have the dog track them and have it howl and like make wrong turns like that, was, that they didn't have to do. Right. But when they killed Mooney, the, it got dark. It got really dark. And when it focused in his eyes and it was like that Blade Runner dead glare coming out of his eyes when he's talking, it was horrifying. It was really, really good. Still. Well, that that was that was one of the cool things about the movie is. Um, so we were, you know, we were, we were sitting there watching it and, um, it was, it was really silly. Like a lot mm-hmm. of the kills were really silly totally. and I was like, okay, I totally get why everyone like loves this movie. I was, I was sort of wondering like, okay, is it, you know, as a horror fan, you kind of have to wonder, is there going to be anything that's actually scary? Right. You know, like right. sometimes there's, there's horror movies where it's just kind of disturbing and it's not really scary and that's totally fine. It's totally. not, it's not a knock against the movie. But some movies aren't satisfied with that. So they want to keep a little bit of an edge like Tucker and Dale. Tucker and Dale is not a scary horror movie, but it has a wood chipper. So that's great. Right. And, right. but what I liked about this movie was it, it, it really knew it felt to me at least like it had like one shot Eminem. It had one shot to like make that one scary thing. Yep. And if that's all they got, that's all they yeah, need. Yeah, the Mooney kill is its wood chipper. So and like, it works. <laughs> so like, you know, there's there's a there's like the little clown who goes up to the biker gang and you know, he's like, Can I see your can I honk your horn on your bike? And he smashes it, you know, and then he comes back with boxing gloves on and the the, the noise all the aliens make are these like you know, you can't really hear them. It's just like these high pitched, you know, squirrel squeaky kind yep. of noises. And it totally works. Like totally. you know, I think the only time you can actually hear what the monster or the, the clowns say is when they uh, go to the door of that one woman and they go pizza, <laughs> which was great. Cause if there's one word that you're going to get from them being pizza, like that's awesome. Perfect. Um, <laughs> but the little clown comes back, knocks, you know, the biker's head off. So like, mm-hmm. you know that they have a lot of strength. There's one scene that um, I thought was really fascinating when the guy's driving down the road and the clown just is on this invisible car, but it still has like <laughs> headlights and he runs them off the road yep. uh, showing like the, like the cool power. Incredible. Uh, that that they have and and that they're adapting to the scenario like other horror movies would just have them get really big and squash someone or yeah. like have you run away from them and when you turn the corner they're staring standing there and then they strangle you whatever right. but this one was like oh you're gonna get away in a car <laughs> i got a car right and then you have you know the uh the shadow puppet t-rex mm-hmm. which is like i i've seen that clip and that mm-hmm. is like iconic i really mm-hmm. like that's the that. only clip i've seen um, but then there's before Mooney, 
there's a scene where they go where they're at the uh, was it top burger yes. at that burger joint yep, yep. and one of the clowns is trying to lure a little girl out mm-hmm. and there's this I I loved this shot where he's like kind of hunched over one hand's out kind of like you know curling his finger like hey come here come here but behind his back he has this giant hammer and he's gonna bash her braids in and it is like the creepiest shot yep. so that's when they start to you know they're having fun with it but then they start to crank the heat right. up a little bit and you're like 100%. oh wow that's gonna start that's gonna that get scene- too because it's like that metronomic finger waggle come to me movies doing to the girl he's not doing it fast or slow and he doesn't seem like he's the attitude he has is i'm trying this now if it's a work i'll get you later like it's creepy right. <laughs> right right so then they start to crank up the heat and um then you get the mooney scene mm-hmm. which him trying to imprison the clown is great. It cuts to him. He's pissed at the whole town. The phones are ringing off the hook. He doesn't give oh. a shit. And I actually love, he actually has a cigar in his mouth at the oh time. So he's just, you know, smoking a stogie. Yeah, he's Dr. Strange loving it yeah. when, when Sergeant Ripper was here. And that's what he has that line of love. He was like, I went through Korea. I'm not doing, I'm tired of this shit. Like, <laughs> he's over it. And then um, there's like one clown in green who is like the tall, mm-hmm. very intimidating one. Mm-hmm. He, <laughs> he goes into the, the police station and does the old gag of like, you know, holds him some flowers and squirts them in his face. Um, Amazing. I really, that scene I really love because you know, he's and he handcuffs right? him and he's got the <laughs> Yeah, and then his hands disappear. I, they are just the, the endless amount of fuckery these clowns have. Right. For, but then he obediently for, goes to jail. Yeah, with the with the with the the two pucks who eventually right. get the cotton candy treatment. Right. Um, so because I'm, they're obeying their own like rules, it's almost like serial killers who only kill certain ways or only kill certain people. Like he, the handcuff thing, he got out of the handcuffs, but he's still under the authority of the guy for now. So he's like, okay, I'll go to jail. Yeah, they're just. Like, to- I mean, they're literally right. toying with Dude, their food. <laughs> You know, so right. then Dave goes back to the the mm-hmm. police station after the the whole town has been getting terrorized mm-hmm. by, these, by by clowns, and that is when the movie is finally like, okay, here's the scene. Dave goes in there. There's clown footprints everywhere, which I can after watching <laughs> the movie, I totally get. Like, I'm probably gonna look up a walkthrough of the uh, killer clowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, haunted house, haunt, right? Yeah, because I almost guarantee I know what's going to look like just from watching the movie. Because oh, it's going to have the honking doors first, which the, is amazing. The right? set design and the production design in this movie is just so amazingly mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Dave goes in there. There's there's clown footprints everywhere, and then that big scary clown. <laughs> just he's so big and intimidating. Mm-hmm. Does that slow turn around and Mooney's just sitting on his lap? Because earlier in the film, he was like, you're not going to make me a dummy. Yeah, you're not going to make a dummy out of me. Yeah. <laughs> he literally does. Flash forward. That's like Pennywise stuff. Yeah. Oh, and man. The, that whole scene just, I mean, it's like you're having fun. Like, imagine you're eating cotton, ca- cotton candy and all of a sudden, you know, you go to take a bite and there's a, you know, a big, you know, knife in there or something. Like, that's what that scene feels like. Like, you're right? having fun until you're not. And that's... <laughs> until you're not. And that's the scene where, like, they, they finally kind of just put their foot down and they're like, okay, these clowns are not to be messed with. Right, exactly. But they also show you their weakness right after that scene. Well, and also, again, I, it's not like, I'm not, I'm not saying this movie is Citizen Kane, although it is the Citizen Kane and clown movies now to me. But like, it, it even that choice was, it, they, I, they knew that John Vernon, that actor, could pull that off. Yeah. Because m- most people can't sit on a clown's lap, <laughs> act like they're being puppeteered, and still, and scare you. And he, 
I felt like I I felt like for a second I looked into his eyes and felt like he pulled me into the event horizon for a second. <laughs> like totally. whatever vibe was coming off of him, totally. I did not like. But you know what's also like I was trying to think of like why is it like that intense? I and other than the fact that this dude's a dummy being controlled by a clown, but it's mm-hmm. the fact that he has this like no nonsense, no one can control me attitude. But in that scene, he has no longer in control of his person. Yep. Like he is just a void of everything he stood for exactly. earlier in the film, but they painted his cheeks. <laughs> they right? did. Right. They made him look like, you know, he was from, you know, saw, or right. something, you know, like little jigsaw or something. Just a horrifying. I loved it. I love every second of it. Um, what'd you think about how the clowns are defeated by popping their nose? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> great. It's great. I, right? Yeah, like, I don't <laughs> no problems here. It led to it led to the most amazing where Dave, like the, the main cop, is like trying to shoot it's a video game boss. He's trying to shoot the world's largest nose and missing, which makes me feel like Mooney was right about this guy all along. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't wrong, but he wasn't right. right? Like, like put this guy in end of watch and he'd be dead in fourteen seconds. <laughs> right. So yeah, no way. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I just love you, you, every step of it that the way that they were defeated the way the ufo was the tent and how the tent slash diamond operated like Mm -hmm. all all of that is incredible and what it would just put a circus tent on a string and throw it through the air and and filmed it (laughs) this movie was like when it lands it's gonna make a whole why what is the tent oh the tent's just the tip of the iceberg it's this and then when you go inside the UFO, it looks like Forbidden Planet inside. All of a sudden, you're like total recalling it down the the shaft of you know doom. It's incredible. What did you expect going into this movie? See, I was trying to put my finger on on the vibe. Like when I went to see it. Like I, all right, so it's gonna sound weird. This is totally wrong way to explain it. But whatever vibe I got from the Wicker Man remake is the 80s, I expected the 80s version of that vibe. Okay. Like something just the bees and random insanity and and just not architected this way. Like I was telling, so like, I just got to say this because this movie just not became a trivia question to me. This movie kills, quote unquote, two dogs. Mm-hmm. So you know how the, hor- the cliche is, like if I post it on our Facebook page right now, like kill a human... You know, I don't care. Kill a dog. <laughs> I'm out of the. Sobbing, I'm man. out of the room. It would get like ten thousand likes before we were done with this episode because everyone feels that way. So you're not supposed to kill the dog. This movie kills two. One, it gets in a net unless he lives later. I forget if he ever reappears, but he maybe he does. I can't remember. But he goes in a net, and then we never see him again, as far as I remember. And do we see him again? No. And then so he's gone. <laughs> but 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 just like in the most. You know, Twilight Zone cartoony net movie kind yeah, of Yeah, other, other horror films, they, you know, the character comes home and, you know, they see a pile of blood. Yeah, they're John Wick in it. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. no, thank you. And then they kill another dog. But it's a balloon animal dog, and it's amazing how it dies. So they, this movie, not once or twice, breaks the cliche and pays no penalty because it does it right. It's incredible. Their choices they're doing are great. This movie, like is this total happy ending. Mm-hmm. Everyone... Well, and horror movies are not supposed to do this. Everyone you want to live lives. Mm-hmm. And even 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 the, um, the... I keep calling them the Ice Cream Brothers. <laughs> Terenzi Brothers. Even the Terenzi Brothers, like last second... They, they, they Indiana Jones... What, what Ford? <laughs> That's how they live. They put themselves in the freezer that got blown up in the in the alien spaceship. Incredible. Like, everyone who lives at the end, it's just a happy ending. I mean, you don't know who gets, you know, the girl at the end, but I, I think 
Probably Dave probably gets back. <laughs> the other guy was kind of. <laughs> well, Dave gets the Terenzi brothers. He gets to go back. Because honestly, I'm not trying to make this too serious, but that is sort of the arc of it is that part of the Losers Club stays together and part of the Losers Club separates and becomes more adult. I mean, it's the Losers Club, right. just killer clown style. It's all just insane gloriousness from the beginning where someone tries to take down the clowns at the beginning first kill scene and finds out that the tent is metallic. <laughs> And goes out like Tom and Jerry style to the to the end where they're all defeated and you're calling this a happy ending, but to me it's not because it looked like all the clowns died and they were who I was rooting for. But thank God there's I a, was a root- sequel. I was rooting for the clowns at first. Mm-hmm. At first I was like, yeah, you know what? Just do your thing. <laughs> do your worst. I yeah, well, because the people were just not making great decisions. For no, me. but but towards but towards the end, I, I I was starting to root for. You had to root for the ice cream. I was rooting for the ice cream guys. Man. You had to root for Dave. Well, for sure. <laughs> The thing is, is they were so ridiculous. So there's a scene that I loved with the Torrenzi brothers where, I mean, they're just, I mean, their whole goal in this whole movie is just to get laid and they're awful at it. Like they, they have, they have two women with them in the ice cream truck and the women are like, you think we're just gonna, you know, give it up for you. Forget about it. We want to go home. So they're like, okay, we're not going to, we're not going to score. But then later on in the movie, they fall into a ball pit in the spaceship mm-hmm. and there's these two clowns with you know long hair and one of them has these like balloon titties that just like blow up to this comical <laughs> clown size and i thought that was the end i thought i thought yep. okay they're gonna kill him there yep that you know they died as they lived yep. or wanted, died to, live, they lived. wanted right. to live right but then later on they they crash through to save our our our, our characters mm-hmm. in the ice cream truck mm-hmm. <laughs> it cuts to the, they have these huge kiss marks <laughs> all over their face i could but i the fact that it's every i'm telling you every mm-hmm. turn this movie has mm-hmm. where they're like how are we gonna play it they slap each other and they go we're gonna do the most ridiculous <laughs> goddamn thing yep. you thought we shouldn't have done and then we did it right and you from the people who to Team America, this is what you expect, right? If you had told me you were making a killer clown movie and come back to it with a design, it wouldn't have been this, mm-hmm. right? It would have been something way more Lovecrafty and way more like Art the Clown, like right, angular. Right, right. They made these guys Jabba the Hut, <laughs> like style built, mm-hmm. and it was more terrifying somehow and more fun at the same time. Also, just the way they moved was. Um, it was very unsettling. So here's um, something interesting I wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. The current Rotten Tomatoes mm. score for this movie. That's right. So we uh, we uh, with, with this run of how low can we go, we wanted to do Metacritic and how yeah. and uh, Rotten Tomatoes. And we got to rate it now. <laughs> that way we have uh, you know variety. Interesting fact: this movie is actually seventy six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. but. And this is what I thought was weird. I wanted to bring this up live on the podcast, see if you had any kind of gut reaction. Yeah, if you don't, that's totally fine. A lot of the reviews, like, okay, one, two, three, four, five of these were from the last five years, four or five years. Yeah, that's weird. Right? Right. Int- I mean, interesting to say the least. I mean, the I- one that was rotten was from like 2005. Right. Well, part of our argument is that the aggregate sites are a joke, right? Like, yeah. it, like it's it's not it's one piece of information in a, in a sea of information at best is what they're doing for you. Um, the divergence is so weird. Right? But it's weird a movie from right. 1988 getting it, reviews that still count on 
right so right but that's what i mean is every single one of these is like some kind of random there might be some random explanation why that score is like 20 percent different than it should be right right it could be that the movie suddenly got relevant and everyone started watching it it's like when you go to youtube videos and like everyone's here because of x like yeah well actually um one of the uh uh, steam the program that Mm -hmm. i use that has all the all the games and stuff when you go to look up uh reviews it has like kind of like a baseline of um, all reviews, mm-hmm. and it'll be bad, mixed, or positive. But then above it, it has recent reviews, right? Because a lot of times, you know, games come out, there's game breaking glitches or bugs, and then they fix it, and then people sure. go back. I kind of, and this is probably a lot of work because there's a you know a bazillion movies <laughs> right. out there. But I kind of wish Rotten Tomatoes had something like that. Like it would be really cool to see, like you know, what were the reviews like. When the movie came out, if they're right. able to get that, because right. you, totally. you have to like you know get newspaper clippings. Totally. And so like I was, let's just for a second thought experiment this you know compare this to Wolfen, right? Right. Nobody talks about that movie anymore, mm-hmm. right? Nobody's there's probably not any recent reviews because unlike Killer Clowns, which gets you know juice from fright rags talking about that's where it, I haven't or, seen it on on my on my social media, right? Or right? Or if Joe Bob randomly picks it as a as something he'll show on you know something big on Shutter. It'll get a bump, right? right? So like, there's a re- sometimes there's a reason why people will be revisiting you know, movies, or they just remake it, right? So though uh-huh. there's a whole celebration right before it comes out or whatever, um, and that <laughs> who knows what's causing the the kind of why the reviews you know are the way they are, but. I, this movie, let's just rate this because I'm making this 88% now, right? Like to me, this is exactly what you would want to accomplish if you handed filmmakers money, limitations, all kinds of blockers to why there's no way in hell this should work, a ridiculous mm-hmm. premise, and they make something that horror fans are going to remember forever. <laughs> so you're going 80... 88. 88? Okay. All right. Solid all right. 88. What do you go? I am going to go with 85. I'm not far off. That's, I love it, dude. Off. The only what, thing that I think... What's the blob 1988 out of curiosity? Ooh, that's a good one. Because I, I feel like this is an absolutely comparable experience to that. I think I like this better, which I would never have guessed going, Did you, going into it. It's funny. The blob is also 1988. Same, same year. Mm-hmm. Uh, 62%. Yeah, this is much better than the blob now to me, which I never thought I'd say. And we randomly, not randomly, but when we were talking about it after watching it last night, we also compared it to Life Force. Yes. And we like this better. Yes. And what which about, I would how, not what about House? The last way movie better. <laughs> this is my favorite in the series right now. Ooh. Right. Like what? What else? <laughs> In this run of the series, what else is it's again, it's because of the divergence in expectations. This would probably be the I probably the only movie we've taken on so far that I probably expected less from would be Chud. This is the this is my best experience wow. of the series so far, right? Because cool that's stuff. the thing is I never would have expected my expectations for this were so low. It was like around the chud level of this is going to be really cheap humor and then a lot of visual puns and what else they would they would it need to do? Yeah, to, right to be totally. legend. They're doing like so uh, again when you measure. Let's put Jason in space. 
right, is the kind of premise we're dealing with here. Mm-hmm. But this is even worse because you're just doing generic clowns. You don't have Jason to play with, right? Right. I mean, it's almost Plan 9. Totally. Matter of fact, Plan 9 probably had a better plot and <laughs> premise than this. Like, this premise should never work. It should just be terrible fun, instant mystery science theater, etc. And instead, it's the best clown horror movie I've seen. So... Oh, I like it. Oh, watch this. Watch this. Watch me. Watch me bird everyone's asses right now. Watch this. I like this better than it. Chapter two. <laughs> right. You're not wrong. <laughs> right? You are not wrong. So this, I mean, think of the budget. Think of the cast. Think of what went into. Think of like the three year plan they must have had, you know, coming off of. Like, right. Whatever. Not and I'm not hating on whatever. I'm just saying I just like that. This was more enjoyable to me from from where I expected to be. No, I know. I, I, I get that. I agree i'm gonna say about 90 percent. i agree 90 percent. Mm-hmm. chud for some reason i just have a real oh, soft spot right. for daniel yeah. stern i that's, don't know what it is about right. that no, man that was pretty special too. but I, I i dig the hell of that guy um but it's it's those it's down to those two right now right and where and and the and where's the flaw like where's the not that it's a perfect movie, but like, whatever, but in, in for the experience of it, like, it was a little scarier than I needed to be. Way more fun than it to be. Way better music than we need to be. Way better looking than I expected it to be. Way more interesting in terms of how they executed the kills than I thought they were going to pull off. I thought it was going to be like wily coyote humor for mm-hmm. you know most of it, and it felt like that's what was going to happen, but it wasn't. It was like the way Beetlejuice, had, you know, it was walking the same line, right? <laughs> right? And 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 managed to, to be glorious instead of stupid, which is what should have happened. There was one moment where I realized I was watching like five people in on a gravel path at probably like one a.m. Probably you know whatever, and they were trying to sell me that some epic confrontation was happening, and I knew it was just like five people in really dumb outfits, right. like just doing this in a road. And then all of a sudden they pulled me right back in and it was, the moment was gone. And I, and I thought this movie would be like 15 minutes of that feeling. And it was like almost no minutes of that feeling. The hollow weekly group. You nailed it again. Very pleased. Thank Just you, thank you for guiding. I, Not nothing against Nightbreed. I'm sure that also would. Have, I would have made, I still would, would love to amazing. check out Nightbreed at some point in time. I mean, I've seen Nightbreed and loved it long ago, and was looking forward to revisiting. It. And who knows? Like on some of these where we were torn on what we were going to watch, maybe we'll go back and do like a subscriber special. I mean, oh, for fun. supporters, right? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, if you're as big as a fan of cotton candy as I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with or without the human remains inside, uh, go ahead and give us a five star review and let let, it, let us know what your take on the, on the whole Cotton Candy situation is here. Because the thing is, is with uh, Killer Clown, and I'm just gonna say this real quick. Uh, even though it was a cocoon, it still looked delicious. St- still looked delicious. So, it's <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so give us a review. Until next time, stay scary. Watch a bunch of horror movies. Talk to you guys next time. Bye.